I always like to start with something interesting. I don't know if you guys know, but we are in the middle of a box bloodbath. Have you heard about this? Yes, a box bloodbath. You see, cardboard box demand has been plunging, like in a free fall over the last six months. Okay, I know you're thinking like, well, how could this be? Because I get at least three Amazon boxes to my house every single day. Well, apparently the demand for cardboard boxes has taken a nosedive. So says the American Forest and Paper Association. So what the heck's going on? Well, they say the layoffs, inflation, dwindling savings, rising interest rates, and fears of recession are making people spend less money online. So it turns out that the cardboard box industry is a really great indicator as far as the state of the economy. Now, don't you feel so smart? I mean, isn't this something that you're going to look at somebody and go, whoa, let me tell you this about the cardboard box industry. And, you know, if you were a mountain, you would be known as cleverest, right? You would be. Although I will tell you, if you are still buying smart water at $5 a bottle, it's just not working. Okay, it's just not working. All right, we're so thrilled that you're joining us here on Kim Commando today. This is, of course, our Friday podcast. It's different than Monday through Thursday because that's my award-winning radio show that's over, over 425 top stations throughout the United States. And here on Kim Commando today on Fridays, we like to have some fun. And joining me are two incredible folks who make sure that commando.com and our newsletter just in top shape. Oh, and this is fun. You can actually watch us do the Kim Commando Today Friday podcast on YouTube. Yes, say hello. <laughs> Head over to youtube.com slash Kim Commando. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel because this way you always get a notification when a new video drops. All right. So first up, we have our amazing content queen, Allie Seligman. And Allie, what do you have for us today? Well, good news. Finally, if you have a Hyundai or a Kia, And I am going to tell you the way that I am finally, for once, cleaning out my photo roll. It's happening. (laughs) It's Yes. And then, of course, we have our magnificent millennial and our very own Internet Scout, Matthew Heffel. You know, I'm going to talk about how one company is using the postal service to map cell service in the United States. Mm. That's right. Interesting. Mm. As well as a new handy online cooking tool and a 67-year-old TikTok star. Hmm. Yes. All right. We're going to start with the news. These are some important tech developments that you guys and gals need to know about. And when was the last time that either of you went to McDonald's? Oof. Do you think Uh, a while? Months? Maybe last time I went on a long road trip? I was going to say year, but (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I think it was years for me, but Barry and I were driving down on the 101, and he looked at me and goes, I'm famished. So I got off, and I'm like, here, you want to go to Chipotle? No. You want to go to Applebee's? No. You want to go to uh, Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah, but no. Okay, so he ended up at McDonald's, and um, he got a chicken sandwich and french fries. And let me tell you, I had three fries. Oh, they were salty, (laughs) they were greasy, and they were so good. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, the reason why I bring this up is that McDonald's has been using AI-powered voice bots to take orders at some of their drive-thrus since 2019. And it's not going well some of the times. Oh. Uh, And in 2023, anything worth doing is also worth videoing and sharing on TikTok. So Mm. TikTokers are having a great time posting these videos of their run-ins with the McDonald's bots, and they are going viral. Uh, So here, let's take a listen to one. No, cream packet, no! I just just want a large water and a cup of ice cream. No, the ketchup packet, oh my god! (laughs) Ketchup packet. I literally can't. 
Where, where did the butter come from? <laughs> I was just like a large water and a cup of ice cream. They're still saving this. We need to just go and tell them. McDonald's, I'm done. <laughs> She's done. She's just done. Okay, first of all, okay, who goes to McDonald's for a large cup of water and a cup of ice cream? Yeah, that is okay? a little strange. Okay, sweetheart, you go to Dairy Queen for that, okay, and you get a blizzard. And if you haven't had a blizzard loaded with vanilla ice cream, Reese's Pieces, and blueberries, mm. oh my gosh, it's so good. And why the blueberries? Because this way it's good for you. <laughs> uh, but speaking of these bots, Taco Bell, Sonic, and Popeyes, they are also testing voice bots. Uh, Chipotle has been using robotic fry cooks in some of their locations. And last year, McDonald's opened a new format restaurant in Texas. Get this. There isn't a person there. Well, there's one person, just in case the bots fail. But everything is done. It's all fully automated. Mm. It has a order head lane for pickup, and the, and the food just comes out on a conveyor belt. Wow. Ooh. So that's about it. Mm. I know. Uh, here's a little fun fact uh, before we go to you, Matt. You know, McDonald's was originally going to sell hot dogs. Oh. I don't know if you know this. Originally going to sell but But then the marketing department said, like, what are we going to call it? The McWeenie? <laughs> that doesn't really just work for us. Okay, so Matt, you're going to talk about the U.S. Postal Service and cell phone companies? Yeah. What? Well, when you think of reliability, you automatically think of the Postal Service, right? And that's <laughs> the very first thing that comes to mind. That's exactly what one company is trying to bank on because what they're trying to do is use the United States Postal Service to map the country's cell phone network, all right? Hmm. Basically, what they're going to be doing is putting small devices inside the mail carrier's car that will be able to pick up not only if there is cell phone service, but how strong the cell phone service is in that area. That way they can get a detailed map. I mean, we've all seen the maps that they put on all their commercials and all their ads of the big country with all the colors, pink, yellow, green, whatever it is. And at the least, it's at least an exaggeration. At the worst, it might just be a lie, right? <laughs> so this company's trying. I look at it. I look down for my street. It is just the biggest pile of BS. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I get, I get to like the top of the hill. And it's like, there's no cell phone signal. I mean, even if I go for a run, I can't have any music. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like, mm. what is going on? I mean, here we are in 2023. And so I said to Barry, I said, you know, why don't we just put the tower in our yard? Okay? <laughs> and then we can make some money off of everybody in the neighborhood. Well, that's what I'm saying. They say there's service in your area. They have it colored in when little colors on the map that says, oh, you definitely have service in that area. And a lot of the time there isn't. So this company is basically trying to map it very, 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 very detailed. Now, they started out in Seattle just a few months ago, and they're trying to map it all out in Seattle. And they're saying that they want to expand to the entire United States and even the globe. But their customers, who are the U.S. government and the carriers themselves, need to show interest in that information. So basically what the Seattle thing is, is trying to get them interested, a proof of concept to show them what kind of data they can get from this. They've also said that they understand that not all places in the country get the USPS service to their homes. And so they're trying to think of other ways to do that, whether it be through park ranger cars or other government cars that Ooh. might drive through that area. So maybe in the future, you might actually get an actual detailed map of your area Ooh. to find out where the best service yes. is. That'd be so Wouldn't good. that be nice? And you know, and I bet you the USPS is they're finally making some money off. Well, that's the other thing right? is that they have a contract with them. They have not released how much money the Postal Service is getting paid for this service, but they have said that they are paying them something. So it might help the USPS maybe stay afloat for a few more years with 50 cent <laughs> stamps and mapping cell service. <laughs>
But it's not just that. I don't know if you know this, and this is not a joke. You know, the USPS is actually into merchandising. Yes. I mean, where you could get their logo on like a shirt, on a bag. Um, back in 2019, they sold limited edition rifles. Okay, rifles I'm talking what? about. Produced by, yes, the Henry Repeating Arms Company. Is this a joke? The, 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 <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. This is like real stuff. What? Okay. Uh, the rifles featured a custom USPS design, including the USPS logo. Okay. Wow. On a rifle, along with images of postage stamps. Okay. They sold for $1,499 each. Hmm. How many did wow. they sell? <laughs> Can you buy them ten. with stamps? They sold, you know what? That's funny. That's funny. They sold 10. <laughs> okay. That's all they Incredible. sold. 10. And, and they oh. called it a limited edition. Think about all the paperwork that had to go back and forth yes. between all the attorneys that had to do this. Never again. Crazy stuff. Yeah. No. All right, Allie, you're up next. Uh, finally, maybe my key is not going to get stolen. <gasps> <laughs> so we've been talking about this, but if you missed it, um, a ton of Kia models and Hyundai's too are uh, pretty easy to steal. Mm. So there are these videos that went viral on TikTok uh, by the Kia boys. They call themselves, love it. Uh, they're easy to follow instructional videos that show you how if you can get into a car. So yes, it has to be unlocked with just a USB cable. You can start it. Uh, nice. Yes. If you're wondering how is this possible, a lot of 2015 to 2019 Hyundai and Kia models Oof. don't have electronic immobilizers uh, to keep people from breaking in and just bypassing the ignition. Uh, these are standard on basically every other car, but these ones didn't get it. Okay. Hmm. And in most cases, people are breaking into the cars to take them joyriding. So this has actually become a really dangerous thing because, you know, we can't say exactly how many cars have been stolen, but listen to this. In Milwaukee alone, this is Milwaukee, in 2020, a combined 895 Kias and Hyundais were stolen. Okay, almost 900. In 2021, almost 7,000. Whoa. Oh my gosh, you're kidding. Uh, I thought 900 was a lot. Yeah. 7,000 yeah. of them? Yeah. There have been at Whoa. least 14 crashes and eight fatalities across the country. So people are taking the cars, going on a joyride, obviously really dangerous. Things are bad. The car makers finally said, okay, we need to do something about this. Last year in the fall, they started giving out free wheel locks. Mm. No, that's not enough. Okay. Not good enough. <laughs> no. Finally, it is recall time. More than 8 million vehicles are eligible for this. It's an anti-theft software upgrade. It's free at the dealership. Um, it essentially turns your key fob into a kill switch so that when you lock your car with the key fob, you can't bypass the ignition unless you have the key fob. Mm. So just like every other car, if someone has your key fob, sure, they can steal your car, but they can't just get in and start it uh, and bypass that. So it's about 3.8 million Hyundais, 4.5 million Kias, if you have one, you're going to have to go to your dealership. It'll take about an hour to install the software update to keep people from stealing your car. Yes, we're in 2023. <laughs> this is the future, I guess. Um, I'm not even going to attempt to tell you when you can take your model in because they kind of have a schedule that they're rolling out. Go over to commando.com. We have the list where you can see, okay, when can I take my car in? Uh, Hyundai's plan is done. Kia, they are still working on theirs, so it's going to be a little bit longer. But what as soon as that's out, I'll I'll see you at the dealership. <laughs> <laughs> what are the years? Right. What are the years of vehicles again? 2015 to 2019. Okay. You know, and if somebody steals your Kia, you have no Kia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry about that. 
right, coming up, we're going to tell you if, how you can tell if your phone is infected with a keylogger. Uh, we have master dinner recipes with, yes, an AI bot. And then we have a pro tip to clean up your uh, phone's photo library. And, of course, you have all of us here on Kim Commander today. Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Hey, listener, if you're a new listener to Kim Commando today, welcome. We're so glad that you're here. And if you're a regular listener, welcome back. And we're so thrilled that you're spending part of your time with all of us here at Kim Commando today. If you're listening any other day of the week, well, you're also in the know. But if you really want to sound like a tech pro, even if you're not, you have to make sure that you get our free tips newsletter and join over 400,000 people that do. So you're like, Yes, Kim Commando, I want to be smart like all of you guys and gals. Well, what you do is you head over to commando.com slash get free tips. Once again, that's commando.com slash get free tips. All right, I'm going to go first because every single day, and I'm not kidding you, every single day I get an email from somebody who says that there is a keylogger on their mm. computer or phone. Mm. Okay. And I don't know if it's so prevalent or if technology just makes people think like there might be a little paranoid that's going on. I mean, they start seeing things that aren't there. So let's talk about some symptoms of keyloggers. So if you have any of these symptoms, maybe you have a keylogger. Um, unusual system performance. Things just go, start going a little wonky. Things are crashing. It's freezing. Okay, that could be a sign of what? A keylogger running in the background, maybe. Okay, let's combine that with strange pop-ups. Hmm, could be a sign that there's malware on your system. Now, what about high network activity? What is that? Well, that means that there's all this stuff that's going on that's taking your data and sending it over to a remote server so you can look at your network logs and see if anything's there. You start getting suspicious emails or messages, and they maybe it's a sign that your system's compromised. And you can look at your outgoing mail. You can start looking at your apps, things that you didn't download, what's going on. Uh, then you're like, well, how do I make sure that there isn't a keylogger? Well, that's when we have these anti-keylogger programs. Mm -hmm. Like there's one that's been around forever. It's called uh, SpyBot Search and Destroy. Really good. Does work. Uh, next on our list is Malwarebytes. There's also McAfee has their rootkit remover. And there's one that a lot of people really like. It's called Hitman Pro. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking about that. So what do we, you know, couldn't you just see like a whole bunch of geeks like sitting around a table saying, 
All right, so uh, yeah. what should we call this? Hitman. Uh, you know, be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we just can't call it Hitman. We have to call it Hitman Pro yeah. mm-hmm. because this way people know that we're serious, which reminds me of what did the Hitman say to a calendar? What did a Hitman say to the calendar? You ready? Your days are numbered. Oh. Ooh. Uh, oh. Okay. So, Matt, save us. Okay. Save us. <laughs> and save us and help us cook something new and unique. All right. Picture this. You walk into your kitchen, it's 5.30 in the evening, you open up your fridge, you're trying to figure out something to cook for dinner, and all you have are random ingredients that you can't figure out how to put them together, right? You have coffee, some bread, a single egg, maybe an onion, <laughs> uh, half of a clove of garlic that you saved from last night, all just sitting there. You're like, what can I do with this? Well, there is a new AI bot online that can help you out to create a perfect meal out of exactly what you have in your kitchen. So it's called Chef GPT, (laughs) Chef GPT, uh, kind of funny, right? And it allows you to put in all the ingredients that you have. So you're going to enter all the ingredients and you have just come separate them. And then you're going to put in the time that you have to cook. So you're in a rush. You only have 15 minutes. You can say that and it'll give you a recipe for that. Then you put in your kitchen tools that you have. If you have an oven, a stove, a microwave, if you only have just have a microwave (laughs) and your uh, proficiency as a chef. And then it will give you immediately a recipe that will pop out and say, here's the step-by-steps, here's what you need, and it'll utilize everything that you have in your fridge right there so you don't even have to end up at McDonald's again, right? (laughs) Exactly. Eating your three French fries for dinner. (laughs) Now, when I was looking at this tool and I was playing around with it, something dawned on me. What this tool actually is doing is it's allowing you to create the perfect prompt that then gets asked to the AI chatbot. So it's just a tool that you enter the information that you want it then goes and asks an AI chatbot the question uh, that it, that you create using those little prompts okay, so that you can get the answer that you're looking for. So I think we'll be seeing a lot more tools like this that can be used for a lot of things. So It's say, like a translator. Exactly. So mm-hmm. say like, for example, me, um, you're writing a wedding invitation. There will be tools that you can click little buttons and knobs for all the things you want. It'll then ask the chatbot using that information and give you the things back. So you don't have to think of the correct prompt to ask these AI chatbots. Remember that site, let me Google that for you? <laughs> so this is reminding <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, My gosh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> That's crazy. That's but, cool, yeah. man. Um, so I knew you were going to be talking about ChatGPT yeah. in this year. So, so I went on to ChatGPT and I said, uh, tell me a joke about ChatGPT. Ooh. Okay, all right. And uh, ChatGPT says, sure, here, here's a joke about me. Why did Chat GPT get a ticket for reckless typing? Why did Chat GPT get a ticket for reckless typing? Because it was caught exceeding the word limit in a no exit chat room. <laughs> mm, no. Great joke. <laughs> I'm not sure that was funny, but I'm not sure. Maybe humor I mean, maybe isn't its forte. Yeah. No, I don't think so. All right. So, Allie, you are going to help us, all of us. Clean out our photo library. And you say that this is the surefire way to do it. All right. Lay it on us. Some people are good at the, we're all different, right? With productivity and how we like to get things done. Some people want to sit down and just do their entire photo library. You know, it might take you a few days to actually get through everything. I'm more of a, let me do a little bit each day person. That's how I can get through a big task better. I saw this. Now, I'm not a TikTok person, so I didn't see it on TikTok, but this was a TikTok tip I saw elsewhere. uh, And actually a really good one. So this woman said, all right, open up your photo program that's on your phone and search for today's date. And then you'll see all the photos that you took on 
that day across all the years you've used iCloud or Google Photos or whatever. And then just clean up those days. And that's it. Because it's probably not that many pictures on, you know, each individual day. I've been doing this and, you know, it takes maybe five minutes to do it. And you get to see all the junk. The fun thing, too, is you get to relive. Oh, here's what happened this year or, you know, this day, five years ago, three years ago, whatever. Um, So it's working for me. If you are a want to just do a little bit as you go person, try it out. Just search for today's date in your photo program every day. Try to do it. And before you know it, well, in one year, your photos will be clean. (laughs) That is, that's a great idea. But have you noticed that whenever you get these like memories and I mean, I look at it and I'm like, God, that seems like that was just a couple of years ago. And you're like, whoa, I know that was a really long time. ago. My Google photos is back to 10 years now. And so it's very bizarre seeing like that was 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. What? Hey, listen, if you like quick tips, make sure that you get our Daily Tech Update podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K, of course. And then every single day, you're going to get one great news story and one great tip. That's all you get. And again, that's the Daily Tech Update. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Commando with a K. All right, coming up, I don't have a what the heck headline of the week. I have a what the heck email of the week. Ooh. It's kind of a strange one. Uh, Matt has what the internet is buzzing about. And Allie, you just have a great way to make money at the end. And of course, you also have the joke. I do. Scale of one to ten. What is it? I'm going to give this, I think it's a seven. This is Ooh. a funny joke. Okay. Yeah. A good it's, solid seven. It's not the All best, right. but it's good. But it's a guaranteed chuckle at the it's end, so do not leave us now. <laughs> Since our founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. Let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving U.S. state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more. Just a reminder, you can watch us on YouTube. That's right, doing the podcast. If you haven't done that already, and the reason why I'm mentioning it a few times, because I I don't think a lot of you are actually watching us do this show on YouTube. So this is your other reminder. Yes, I'm a bit of a nag sometimes. Head over to youtube.com slash Kim Commando, youtube.com slash Kim Commando. All right. So our What the Head headline of the week is not really that. It's an email of the week. And I want you guys to listen to it. Then I'm going to ask you, how would you, what would you tell this person? At the end? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, Kim, I love, love, love the podcast. Mm. Thank you. All right. I need your advice. I was talking with a friend who I've known for 19 years. That's a long mm. friendship. And I shared some super private thoughts about what was going on in my family. Let me tell you, it's total drama. I took a DNA test and I found out that my dad is not my dad. And my mom has no idea that I know that my dad is really my uncle. Don't you love tech? So I was telling my friend all about this, and he was driving in his car and obviously had me on speaker. 
After I told the story, my friend said, oh, hey, I want you to meet Mary, not her real name. We met on Tinder, and <gasps> we are on our second date. Oh. She said, Kim, I really got upset. I hung up, and I haven't texted, snapped, called, or DM'd this guy in a week. Am I being wrong in being so upset at him? Hmm. Now, what do you think? What do you think? I think it's a gray area, but I would. I think you're. I think you, you're right to be upset. I think I'd be probably be upset. What yeah, I'd be up? upset too. I think if you were the friend who got that call, and someone is launching into this really mm-hmm. personal, really like painful situation, you're, you're going to stop them, right? You're going to say, you're hey, say hey, "Wait, hey. wait, wait, wait." Yes. Yeah, and you just casually, you know, you don't need to make a big deal out of it. You can just say, "You know what." I'd love to talk to you about this. This is not a great time for it. Yeah, clearly. Can I call you back in a little bit? Or, you know, yeah, <laughs> I I think that's a, a a friendship breach, we'll call it. Absolutely. I, I think it's phone etiquette 101 is mm-hmm. that if you take a call on speaker and there's somebody else in the room, you just say, hey, I just want to let you know, like, Barry's here, too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say but it right I, from I, the beginning. That's a good habit, Kim. Yeah, that's smart. I have to tell you a funny story. And I'm not going to tell names. I'm not going to say names. But I was looking at buying a piece of property that's adjacent to mine. And I've been talking, going back and forth with this gentleman, probably over two or three months. And I said to the guy who's selling the land, I said, listen, I don't want to buy all the land. I just want to buy like a little bit of land around mine so that this way I have a buffer in case they ever build houses or anything like that. He's like, that's sure. And I said, now, do you have like a soil report? And he said, he said, you know what? I do have a soil report. And I'm going to bring it over to the house. So he comes over to the house with and all these plans and soil reports. And his phone rings. And he answers it on speaker. And he's like, you know, hey, Bobby, how are you? And the other guy's, oh, you know, John, you know, so glad to hear, you know, you guys are doing good. He said, yeah. He said, you know, I'm, I, you know, I've been thinking about, you know, what to do with this land. And then the guy on speakerphone who doesn't know that I'm there says, I hope you're not talking to that commando girl because she has no money. Did he look at you with the biggest eyes in the whole world? And he said, he said, you know, I'm actually standing here with her right now. And then I said, you know what? You're right. I don't have all the money to buy like this 150 acres. I just want to buy one. Okay. I just want to buy one. But yes. So, so, yes. Phone etiquette. Moral of the story. Don't answer your phone on speaker. Yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, so Matt, tell us about what? What's her name? Granny Guns. Yes, her name is <laughs> Granny Guns. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So a lot of people say that as you get older, it gets hard to change your ways. You get stuck in your patterns. You do the same thing over and over. It's hard to get better at things or to try to change your lifestyle. Well, Marlene Flowers, aka Granny Guns, she begs to differ. <laughs> So back in 2015, she was having some health issues. She had an eating disorder and she was going to the hospital because she had some surgeries done and she decided that it was time to make a big change. So she started eating healthy. She cut out some bad habits and she started to feel a little better. So then her son got involved and said, you know, he's a personal trainer and he said, come to the gym with me and we'll just do some light working out and it'll help you get in shape. So she starts going to the gym and she really starts to enjoy it. So she starts going more and starts going more and starts going more. And soon enough, she is ripped and super strong and (laughs) feeling amazing. So then her kids and grandkids convince her, you need to share your story on social media. So 
In 2021, she joined TikTok, sharing her stories of workouts or protein shakes, meal prepping, (laughs) um, and just funny videos of her. And so she started to get popular. She amassed a quarter, three quarters of a billion followers within a year. And then in 2022, she was up for the Miss Women's Health magazine cover. Whoa. They had an online competition where everybody <laughs> voted. She That's didn't end up good. winning, but she oh. ended up placing oh. sixth and she became even more popular. So she'd still post these TikToks. She has 25 million likes on her videos on TikTok. Oh of her working out. And let me tell you, you should look her up. She is really, really strong. And she always does these really intimidating TikToks where someone will be like, you're too old to be working out. And she'll look into the camera all menacingly and be like, don't tell me what to do. And then they'll show her working out. <laughs> I'm going to kick your butt. Okay, yeah. keep it up. But she I think it kind of goes to show you that it doesn't really matter what age you are. You can always change and you can always become a social media influencer. It doesn't matter how <laughs> old you get. She's 67 and she has millions of followers. There's still how to start us. working out. Yeah. <laughs> Posting videos. Yeah. Here I am. Here I am. Gosh. Hey, speaking of social. Yes, we are at Kim Commando everywhere. That's right. So Instagram.com slash Kim Commando, Facebook.com slash Kim Commando, Twitter.com slash Kim Commando. So if you're not already following us on social, what are you waiting for? Stop ghosting us. And sometimes my profiles are locked down. And if it's locked down, like our Twitter one is, and also our Instagram from time to time, you can just make a request and then we'll let you in. Once again, that's at Kim Commando all over social. All right. Coming up, uh, if you have some space for storage, Allie has a great way for you to make some extra money. And plus, we have a really funny joke at the end here on Kim Commando today. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, this is not the Kim Commando Show. So if you want the entire Kim Commando Show experience, and I know that you do that where you can watch the show and get the podcast and actually uh, interact with all the other community members, well, you have to join our community. Head over to GetKim.com. It's just a few bucks a month, but here's the secret. You get a free 30-day trial, so it's like try before you buy. So head over to GetKim.com. Once again, that's GetKim.com. All right, Allie, so far we've talked about a lot of weird ways to make money. I mean, and some of them (laughs) generated a lot of interest, you know, not so much about when you were washing clothes for other people, but, you know, pictures of our feet and mm-hmm. sure. people mm-hmm. making a lot of money doing that. Yeah. I got a pedicure and I posted a few pictures and I got like nothing, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on with that. Uh, so, maybe not the right forum, perhaps. Maybe that's not Yeah, it. maybe you need a different place to put that. Another way you can make money, you can rent your stuff out. And you can rent out and make money renting so many things. Uh your car, your tools, your boat, your pool, your house. Of course, you can rent out your whole house, right? Airbnb or VRBO, Verbo. But you can also rent just little parts of your house. We've talked before, and we have articles over on commando.com, if you want to rent out a room or just your backyard or whatever it is. But what about the garage? Hmm. Yep, people will pay to rent that too. There is a site, it's called neighbor.com. They reached out to me because they know we have covered all these rental sites. Now, I get a lot of pitches for things in my email, and a lot of it's like, okay. Mm. But this one is actually a really good website and pretty darn cool. 
you can rent out a garage, somewhere to park an RV, a regular parking space, storage space, a shed, whatever it is, any kind of extra space. So if you have that extra space, you can make some decent money. I went looking around Phoenix and found a nice 30 by 10 unpaved lot, $125 a month that oh. you can get for that. Okay. Uh, my favorite was the review that said, I kept my 30-foot RV on Jose's property for five months. It was very secure because it's fenced in and there were several watchdogs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. And one of my favorite parts, you know how on Airbnb it'll say like, hot deal or like, this is going to be gone soon, like to indicate things. This one said, book soon, unpaved lots, don't, ask lo- don't last long. This is a rare find. <laughs> so if you have an unpaved lot, uh, yeah. get yourself over to neighbor.com. And somebody just might want to rent it. Uh, there are a ton of properties on there, lots of reviews, so people are using it. Well, you know, I rented my neighbor's garage because um, <laughs> oh. he had he has like like two garages, so like yeah. a two car garage and then another two two car garage. And so I was sitting there saying like, okay. Um, so I told him, I'm like, hey, Randy, if I rented your garage, this one that you're not using, and I put two cars in there. Uh, how much would you charge me? He's like a hundred bucks a month. Now I know that was actually a bargain. Yeah, uh, wasn't it? That was the friend rate. Yeah, go Randy. <laughs> that was it. Although yeah. he asked me, I had to leave the keys and like some of the collectible collectible cars. So he's like, mm. "Can I take it for like a spin every once in a while?" I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't want to say no. I'm like, "Yeah, but can you let me know first? You know that whole thing." Be careful. Yeah. All right, so Allie, yeah, drum roll. It's a <sighs> big, big task. Okay, it's a seven. I'm hoping for, I was hoping for a nine from you this week. I'm just telling Oof. you, I was hoping for a nine, but, but it's a good seven. All right. Let's see. Let's see. All right. A man walks into a pub in Dublin and he takes a seat and he orders three pints. He's served and he takes a sip of each of them in turn. And when all three glasses are finally empty, he orders three more. And the bartender, he's been watching him. He has never seen anyone drink like this at the pub. And he says, you know, when you leave beer for too long, it goes flat. They might taste better if you just order them one at a time. Well, man says, I have two brothers who I used to drink with. And one moved to America. The other one moved to Australia. Now we're on three different continents. We hardly ever see each other. So I drink a pint for me and two for my brothers. And this way we can keep our tradition alive and it can feel like we're still together. All right. The bartender says, you know what? That's actually pretty beautiful. I understand why you're doing this weird thing. And the guy becomes a regular at the bar. The other customers also get used to this. They know why he's ordering three drinks. They think it's really sweet. And then one day, Mr. Three Pints comes in, and he only orders two glasses. And the whole pub gets silent. And by the time he orders his second round of only two pints, the bartender says, I'm terribly sorry, and I don't want to intrude on your grief, but I just wanted to offer condolences on your loss. The man looks a little bit confused. And then he smiles and says, oh, thanks. Everybody's fine. It's just that my wife thinks I need to stop drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. It took me a minute. It took me a minute in my brain. I was like, wait, what? Oh, Oh, got it now. Oh, yeah. We got it. We got it. We got it. All right. Uh, So, Matt, we like to leave our listeners with uh, to do. What's yours? You know, if you're struggling to make a meal and you just want some help, Try out Chef GPT. It's actually really handy. I like it. What's the, what's the web address for that? Uh, ChefGPT.xyz. <laughs> really? Good luck remembering that. Really? <laughs> ChefGPT.xyz. It's pretty easy to remember, I think. 
Okay. All right. How about you, Al? Your photos. Go into your photo app. Just try it for like two days in a row and see if you don't feel a little bit, uh, I'm going to say smug. Like, yeah, I'm cleaning out my photos. I'm finally doing this. So go into your photo app, search for today's date, and then clean up all those days. It'll probably only take you a few minutes. And my advice is that if you want uh, water and ice cream, you go to Dairy Queen. I mean, that's just, <laughs> Amen. You, you just don't do that. And also make sure that you get our free tips. Head over to commando.com slash get free tips. Now, I will tell you some inside scoop, and I think I can trust you all with it, but we have some major changes coming to our newsletters, major changes. So if you've been tired of those ads for... Um, uh, colon cleanses, <laughs> whatever else you might be seeing. Uh, those are going away. Yes, Ooh. they're going away. And it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a great thing. So head over to commando.com slash get free tips. Make sure that you give us a nice review wherever you get your podcasts. And we'd love to hear from you. Our email address is podcasts at commando.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll all see you here again next week. This program is a copyrighted production of Westar Multimedia Entertainment and protected by the copyright laws. Any rebroadcast or use of this program for commercial, business, economic, or financial purposes without the written permission of Westar Multimedia Entertainment is strictly prohibited. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.